0: Welcome to the SEO podcast, the unknown secrets of internet marketing. My name is Matt Bertram. I am your host for today. Uh, Chris is out, but I have a special treat for you today. We're going to be discussing hosting, uh, with someone I admire and someone who has now joined our team, uh, formerly from Google, formerly from GoDaddy. Um, we've actually spun out a division of EWR to launch uh, its own our own hosting platform because we feel it's so important. Uh, I want you all to welcome William. How are you doing,
1: William? <laughs> happy, happy to be here.
0: Awesome. So I know you don't get uh, in front of the camera much or on podcasts, <laughs> uh, but I think that this is a unique time to be able to ask one of the experts in the field, um, questions that are burning in maybe a lot of digital marketers minds i can tell you um, hosting is something that i'm sure comes up frequently uh and problems and issues with hosting and how to deal with things is um something that i think all marketers and agencies uh want uh solved so they can get back to doing what they do best as marketing because it certainly is a whole separate thing now When you look though, from the standpoint of marketing and hosting and web maintenance of all these other things, they really come together. When you look at, um, like server side, uh, technical SEO, um, uh, or server side SEO, uh, or server side optimization, sorry. And technical SEO, I'm like mincing my words here a little bit, but, um, I thought we could maybe explore some of those topics and, uh, maybe get into the nitty gritty for people that aren't interested.
1: Absolutely. What uh what part do you want to cover first? Well, um first
0: I want to back up and say that this episode <laughs> is sponsored by Ahrefs. Uh Ahrefs is a powerful and free tool uh to for website owners who can't afford a marketing budget and professional SEO tool but needed organic traffic to their website. So Um, I'm trying to like read something here, but what I would tell you is uh, Ahrefs is an invaluable tool that a lot of digital marketers use. I think from uh, a standpoint of link acquisition, um, looking at what's happening off your page and links that are coming into you are really important from an anchor text standpoint, uh, something that's really important to look at what that uh, backlink profile and anchor text profile look like. Uh, they also have great functionality on um, uh, keywords uh, and they're updated very frequently uh, versus other competitors. So you can stay up to date with what's going on. Uh, there's some great uh, auditing and analysis tools. They also do have um, a completely free tool uh, that is where you get most of the functionality, right? And it's ahrefs forward slash webmaster dash tools or um, you can go to uh, ahrefs.com forward slash A-W-T. Um, Search Engine Journal, which I write for, wrote that it's hard to believe that something as useful as this is free. Ahrefs, Webmaster Tools, is a killer service. And I would uh, certainly agree. So uh, if you're out there and you're starting to get into SEO or you want to see how your website's doing, I would certainly encourage you to go check it out. All right. So uh, William. I want to start asking you some uh, SEO softball questions and maybe we'll get a little bit more difficult. All right. So Mm -hmm. um, I would say that from a, a standpoint of where someone should spend their money first, okay, when you're looking at your marketing budget, I would argue to say that hosting is the most important thing that you should be doing, right? Why is that? Well. From an SEO standpoint, um, speed plays into the mix uh, and user experience plays massively into the mix, right? And so um, if you're going to be spending um, thousands of dollars, hundreds of dollars, whatever uh, have you on marketing, you should work into optimizing and making sure your website is up, stays up and runs efficiently uh, first and foremost. And that's where I think Uh, The dollars uh, should go. Um, Can you talk a little bit about user experience and speed of why hosting might be important?
1: Yeah, so Google looks at the speed of a website, as well as the content layer shift of the website are the two big things that they're looking for to determine where to rank. Uh, And we've seen this in sort of like unquestionably cut and dry situations uh, with clients that uh, had something malfunctioning with their website such that it loaded slowly, and when that thing was malfunctioning on another provider, uh, they went from literally middle of page one to middle of page four uh, over the time span of uh, two or three days. Like Nothing else could possibly tank a website's ranking that fast. Uh, And then once we got the website speed issues fixed, uh, they went right back to middle of page one again. I mean, Google has uh, made it abundantly clear that speed plays a heavy role uh, in ranking as well as uh, mobile experience. Uh, As far as what they look for, um, I think a little bit of a misconception is that they are all about the uh, page speed score. Uh, and while they don't release the exact details of what they use to rank and only use uh, speed as kind of a north star, uh, what they have come out and said is that they are focused on core web vitals and PageSpeed tips you off into what those two primary core web vitals are, uh, which are largest content full paint and content layer shift. Uh, content layer shift is kind of the more complicated one and is basically, as the web page is loading, is content jumping around on the screen such that you're about to tap on something and then it suddenly moves out of your way. Uh, largest content full paint is how many seconds does it take to put up on the screen the majority of whatever is supposed to be above the full. Uh, as far as hosting plays a role into all of that, uh, having effic- an efficiently structured website, having the right kind of optimization plugins and having a server that is able to respond to uh, incoming connections to the website quickly is what's going to make the largest difference on uh, especially that largest content.
0: Okay, so let's let's break that down, uh, maybe into some different parts. Right. So um, speed is important, right? Speed's important. Um, How can you optimize or why do you need a good web hosting company? Like when you talk about SEO hosting, like what's the difference between normal hosting and say SEO hosting?
1: Okay. Uh, So there are a number of different things that we do differently from what you would call a normal uh, web hosting company. Uh, on several different levels. And so the first one I'll get into uh, is going to be a pretty common practice called over-provisioning web servers. Uh, This is something that almost every web hosting company does out there to some degree or another, uh, and is kind of like a airline flight where they usually will sell a few more tickets than the airplane actually has room for. Uh, The difference is that with web hosting, Uh, They don't give you a voucher for a later flight if you choose to volunteer for it. Instead, they say, hey, you three people are all going to have to share this one seat in uh, economy. Uh, And then, so that's what happens when uh, things get over-provisioned. They basically will load up a web server with thousands of customers on a single server and essentially hope for the best and just... uh, uh, connections will happen when they happen, but your page will load slowly because of that. And so so so
0: that's shared hosting, right? That's what what shared hosting would be. When people sign up, they have a business that they're they're launching and they're like, Hey, I'm getting hosting for, you know, seven bucks or 12 bucks or whatever. Um, It's Mm -hmm. because they're on a server or on a plane with thousands of other people that have different amounts of traffic that are going in and on the website. And depending on, uh, how many people, what time of day it is, what type of websites, all that sort of thing will, uh, dictate, um, how fast or they might throttle the website, right. From a speed standpoint. Okay. Um, one of the things that I have question about, uh, that might be good to know is if you're on a server with like in a neighborhood, right in a not-so-good neighborhood with not-so-good traffic, um, you know, is that something that Google might look at from, like, you know, a a hosting standpoint? uh, Or can Google parse that out? Like, or is that something that you need to worry about? Do you need to worry about who else you're being hosted with?
1: I would say that a a couple of things on that. Uh, I don't think that Google strongly ranks based on if you will the neighborhood as in like you're you're on the same ip address as uh these other websites that are also on this ip address that have been uh, behaving problematically therefore we're gonna like plague your rankings uh i haven't seen a whole lot of evidence that google does that um and there are a number of situations where it would be too complicated for them to practically do that uh such as any sort of like cloud cloud-based firewall or CDN sort of provider, all of those use technologies that show as, you know, having a million websites behind the same quote-unquote IP address. Uh, So I don't think that Google ranks based on that. That having been said, uh, one thing that is worth considering is that if you are in a neighborhood that is uh, let's say, you know, experiences a lot of break ins. There's probably things about that neighborhood that are also going to have your house as being one of the ones that's uh, broken into. Um, as opposed to, say, uh, being in a gated community, and if none of your neighbors are ever getting their houses broken into you're probably not going to be worrying too much about whether or not your house is going to be at risk for getting broken. into
0: this So you're talking about web but, maintenance. You're talking about keeping everything with, on the server side up to date.
1: Right. Well, so web maintenance and web security, uh, both. And the, uh, keeping things up to date is both a performance aspect and a security aspect. Uh, but on that security aspect, um, there's certainly nothing that's going to hurt rankings faster than having Google throw up a little tagline by your website that says, uh, proceed with caution, this site may be hacked. Um, uh, so that, that's what I'm getting at as far as uh, the bad neighborhood thing goes. It is, is sharing a server, uh, if your website is running perfectly fast, Is sharing a server with other websites uh, going to in and of itself be a problem? No. Is sharing a server with other websites going that are regularly getting hacked uh, cause for concern about what's on the horizon for your website? Absolutely.
0: So, yeah, I think a lot of people don't, don't think about that. Don't think about like, if they think about a property, they maintain that property. They might not think about a website in the digital space that way. Maybe you can uh, talk a little bit about, um, you know, just basic, um, best practices, uh, for, for, for web maintenance and web security. I know that, um, from a web security standpoint today in today's world, it blows my mind all the ways that, um, things can get hacked. I know we saw a client that came to us that, uh, was luckily paying with PayPal, right. Um, so so they were pushing it to a portal, mm-hmm. but they had uh functionality to to be able to collect credit cards, but they weren't doing it. Someone had written a hack to actually catch those credit cards at like as kind of was it like man in the middle, right? Like or or not not yeah, necessarily that, but, it, but they it, were capturing it actually putting it in there, right? You know,
1: yeah. Ba- basically what it was is uh if their site hadn't been using PayPal the way this code would have acted is when you click the complete order button, it copies whatever you have in the credit card fields and sends it off to the bad guy. Um, And and that's uh, definitely the highest and most impactful sort of risk. Uh, You know, a perfect example of what can be catastrophic, uh, especially because that kind of hack is not as likely to get flagged by Google. Um, You, Mostly, Google is looking for the kind of things where it's like you click on this link, and then as soon as you try and click anywhere on the page, it redirects you to some uh, uh, foreign website, what yeah, have you. Yeah, um, the, the Viagra. That having, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but that, that having been said, as far as what's actually directly impactful to a business, um, you know, recovering from the this site may be hacked thing. Uh, that's a difficult and tough road. That probably is going to hurt your rankings uh, for potentially six to twelve months after. Yes. It's been fixed. that's what uh, you- that having that having been said, having to be the guy that says, "Hey, it's my bad that all of you are having to change your credit card numbers now." Uh, that's even, that's far far worse for my business. I, I'll take. Six months of not being able to show up on Google over having to try and explain why I'm responsible for you know, hundreds of instances of credit card fraud to customers.
0: I think they're both bad. I don't. I don't want to deal with either of yeah. e- either of those things. No. Um, you know, I I, I also um, think you know web security is good to bring up. There was wasn't there a hack that you found on another website that looked really benign, uh, but was uh, so. Intricate that you were connecting with the uh, security professionals because it was kind of like a day zero hack or whatever, like no one had ever seen it before.
1: Yeah, there was. So it was interesting because the version of this hack uh, that I found uh, was actually simplified and streamlined over what had been documented previously. Like this was a new iteration of code it's sort of like uh, you know, imagine that you have all of the computers in the world with, like, Windows 98 on them, and then suddenly you come across the first computer ever that has Windows 7 on it, and you're like, whoa, what's this, right? Um, it, it's, same, it's same authors, clearly, but a uh, newer version of that code. Uh, and, yeah, what they had been exploiting was there was a popular WordPress uh plugin that provides like add-ons, you know, it's in the same vein of things as like Elementor, Divi, that kind of thing. Uh, and then there's always add-ons for these page builders. And it was one of those that I believe was free. Uh, and if you were to just look in WordPress plugins listed, show you it was up to date, uh, which was accurate in the sense that it was on the latest version of the plugin that had come out four years ago. Um But that plugin had a vulnerability in it that allowed malicious actors to upload basically whatever code they wanted to the website. And so not only did they drop some of these uh, redirection scripts and things like that on the website, uh, they also used their own sort of custom backdoor for the website. So that even if you went and removed the uh, redirection code, Uh, it would pop right back up because they'd just log right back into the WordPress site and put it right back there.
0: See, you know, I think that that's something that's not talked about as much. Um, uh, WordPress is open source, so anybody can write code and put code out there. And, you know, from an SEO standpoint, sometimes uh, WordPress, uh, depending on the theme, depending on the plugins, creates a lot of bloat, a lot of extra code on the, on the website that really slows it down. So one of the really best practices we talk about is, um, you know, use as few plugins as possible. Also have, you know, find some ways to, to kind of look at reviews or something, you know, when was the last time they updated, like to make sure that that plugin I- I- is current. Um, and, and a lot of s- scripts that run um, are unnecessary, right? It's like, you know, it's like people buying a, really fancy race car and then they're just driving around like on the street with it right they could do all this stuff but but do you really need all that and you sacrifice um you know day-to-day performance uh by not um by by having the stuff that 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 you don't need right so one of the things that is really important is you need to keep all your plugins up to date um you need to be vetting uh your your plugins on the back end uh and you know like you need to find ways to speed up your website so images right optimizing images is is certainly important webp is now uh out there um how things load let's talk about that let's talk about server um server callbacks um uh, how pages load like websites i know a lot of people go to those websites and they're trying to click on a button and the button keeps moving right uh, and and that creates a bad user experience, and that's certainly a big no-no. Uh, from what I've seen, from what uh, Google stated, uh, can you talk a little bit about that? Of how uh, maybe on the the the, the back end or on the server side, uh, you can you can optimize to improve some of that uh, experience.
1: Yeah, so there uh, that's a very multifaceted issue. But if we get into kind of the core of what a web page is. Uh, in general, a web page is HTML plus JavaScript plus CSS plus images. Uh, so we'll go for the images uh, aspect first because that's the easiest. Uh, if you're on our uh, any of our web hosting plans, one of the plugins you can use is called Lightspeed Cache uh, that's something proprietary to our servers, and that includes a lot of image optimization. Uh, there are two aspects of image optimization. The first one is it makes sure that the images are compressed to a format they need to be. Uh, the other thing that it lets you do, however, that is helpful for your web vital metrics, is called a low quality image placeholder. And what this looks like uh, is essentially it turns any of your images into a super, super small, only takes up maybe a few hundred bytes uh, and looks like the most blurry image you've ever seen in your life. Uh, but it, it tells the browser, like, this is how big this image it needs to be. This is kind of the gist of more or less what color it'll look like. So it doesn't create that jarring visual experience. Uh, so image optimization, that's sort of the easiest one to address. As far as content jumping around, uh, usually the way that happens is that you have uh, your HTML layout that specifies how wide and tall each portion of the page needs to be. And then you'll have CSS that loads on top of that, uh, that is called in from like an external script uh, that says actually elements with these IDs These need to be half the page width instead of this many pixels wide. And then finally, you've got JavaScript that will sometimes do a little bit of shifting as well. Um, Carousels are an easy one that are almost always done in JavaScript where you have images that slide across the screen. Um, And as it loads each of those things, it's getting like more details of instructions about how the page needs to look uh their way you generally optimize for that is by prioritizing something called critical css uh on a lot of web web optimization plans other web hosting providers etc critical css is usually a third-party service you have to pay for uh with us it's a third-party service it's free uh but with critical css that looks at your website and says okay now that this web page is fully loaded, I understand that these are the 20, 30 rules, what have you, uh, that the browser needs to understand right away in order to display this web page right. And so it includes that detail at the very top of the list rather than essentially you know, kind of having a project with uh, 10 revisions done to it on the fly every time you do, uh, load up a web page. Uh, instead, it's like having a hard copy of the first page of the project so that as you're starting to read that, your browser is getting the other nine pages ready in the background.
0: Yeah, no, I think, okay, so like I think everybody kind of um, has seen that or understands that or has been to websites recently that are still doing that. Google is dinging people uh, for that because it produces a bad user experience, right? Mm-hmm. And so there's probably a lot of, uh, in-house or, uh, freelance digital marketers out there that, uh, are saying, man, my hosting sucks. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, they probably deal with a lot of, uh, more of those type of issues than they want to deal with. And maybe, uh, they might not be as, uh, technically savvy. Um, and so like when you're doing SEO, you're doing off page, you're doing on page, and then this technical component and the server component get left out. And they're so much of the mix that, um, it really makes you have to work twice as hard in some of those other areas. Right. And, and one of the things that I certainly believe in is, um, web hosting should be the foundation before you do all those other things. Right. Like that's there's
1: there's an easier way to explain that, too. And I think a lot of businesses, um, unfortunately, the more I've seen it, it tends to be a uh, bigger issue, the larger the businesses are. Um, I think smaller businesses tend to do a better job of understanding this. Uh, is the importance of location when it comes to the digital aspect. So, you know, if you're setting up a storefront to sell widgets in w- the real world, uh, you probably aren't wanting to have the grand opening of your store uh, be in a shed that's in the middle of the farm, the uh, middle of a farm in the middle of nowhere, because like no one will show up to your store, right? Uh, and if they do, it'll take them way too long to get there. And are you, so are you talking about the, are
0: you talking about like where your server's physically located? People don't think about where your server's physically located from your geographic location. Or what are you talking physically
1: about? Physically located to an extent, um, but also just the general environment that your server is in or the general environment that your website is in in regards to your um it goes back to that kind of bad neighborhood analogy. You don't want to open up a store in a bad neighborhood either. Um and so the digital side of that is just as relevant in that uh your digital experience is not like a additional store on top of whatever uh, physical stores you might have uh your digital website is part of your identity as a business in the modern day world and so having that digital identity be maintained in a location and by location i mean both the physical place that your server is in in the world as well as the kind of server your website is on um having your having your digital identity be in a uh what is the digital equivalent of an aesthetically pleasing and safe location uh, is key to half of your business yeah, I think
0: that that's something that not a lot of people consider, right? They just imagine it's somewhere in the cloud, somewhere, right? There was all those ads that Microsoft used to run, and it's like, what is the cloud? Like, where is it? Like, what is it? Like, I mean, I think that that uh, frame of mind ha- has perpetuated um, how people view uh, web hosting, right? And also, mm-hmm. um, I. Uh, know that you have a background from some of the bigger uh, web hosting companies out there. And maybe you can talk a little bit about what your role was there, because I think we need to paint a little bit of color on how important web hosting is and web maintenance and web security. I think in today's world, it is uh, certainly under discussed and it's under thought about. And, um, you know, I think a lot of times I see that meme of like, uh, like a system admin. And it's like, you know, the business owners like, Oh, you know, like, why do I pay you so much? Like nothing's going wrong. Right. And then there's another picture. <laughs> and then it's like uh, the business owner going, Oh, why do I pay you so much? And
1: uh, everything's like, going wrong. <laughs> everything's
0: going wrong. Right. Like you like, like you have a very difficult job, but like you can't really win. Right. Um, because mm-hmm. in every situation, a lot of this is uh, obscured uh, in the background to what a lot of people look at and see, and they're only seeing the, the front end of the website. And so maybe you could talk a little bit about some of those things that, um, uh, for you, uh, you, you want to kind of bring to the forefront.
1: Yeah, so um, initially my role at uh had been uh, doing customer service, and then I transitioned from customer service. Uh, to security investigation and engineering. Um, and in the digital landscape of things, I would uh, compare it somewhat to a janitor, which makes that systems administration uh, <laughs> reference all the more apt because it's like, oh, what do we have a janitor for? The bathrooms are always looking perfectly clean. Like, okay, there's there's a reason for that, and it's because a janitor is going into them every hour. Um, but in uh, the web hosting role... Uh, it was mostly dealing with ha- reports of hacked websites. Uh, in many cases, ones that uh, were reported to us by uh, external parties. So, one of the most common things uh, for a hacked website to have is going to be what's called a phishing kit, which is that, for example, uh, yourwebsite.com forward slash. OWA, instead of having loading up anything that has to do with your website, uh, looks like an Office 365 uh, login screen and is trying to get your credentials. Uh, most email providers catch those kinds of URLs really fast. And so the malicious actors out there are also having to repeatedly set those up on tons and tons of different websites. Uh, my job at that was to uh, deal with Uh, with those um, all day. uh, And uh, without going into details as to what kind of numbers that entailed, uh, suffice it to say, it was a all-day, every-day thing for a number of people. Um, Like, a lot of websites got hacked. It amazed me the extent to which people would set up a website uh, and then just not touch it. Like, you know, in, in the in the same way of thinking that they could install Windows 3.1 on a computer and then just, like, never worry about it. Like, what, what do you mean I need to do upgrade on this 486? Like, th- this is working fine for years, right? Um, and uh, so, yeah, I mean, people would have ancient you know 10 years or more or 10 years old old versions of wordpress um that had just never gotten updated yeah i
0: mean people understand like uh upgrades right with with maybe software right they understand like phone upgrades of security like patches Mm -hmm. um why do you think that on the website side of things that maybe gets overlooked by business owners or uh, website owners
1: um, I think first of all, the one of the things I noticed from the customer uh, experience side of things is that I've discovered a surprising number of business owners that don't actually look at their own website all that much. Um, I when I was doing customer support, it wasn't a frequent thing, but it was not a totally unheard of thing. To have someone, uh, you know, asking why their website wasn't working, and turns out it was because their bill hadn't been paid in four months, and they only just now noticed. Um, so, I mean, like, a, or, yeah, I, I, I still don't understand it. But a surprising number of business owners uh, don't pay attention to their own website that much. Uh, the other aspect of that is that a lot of the malware that goes onto these websites. Uh, is very deliberately designed to keep itself concealed from business owners, from the people that are working on the website, et cetera. Uh, And the two easiest examples of this that are very, very common on a lot of these uh, malware problems that websites get, uh, the first one is that the malware is coded in such a way that if you went directly to your website, uh, it sets itself to not run. So if you go into your uh, address bar and type, you know, www.example.com, it wouldn't run. But if you were to go to Google and search for your website and then click on one of the search listings on Google, then the code would see this person didn't come directly here. They arrived here from a search engine and then would flag to show them out. Um, The other thing that would be very common on these and there's a number of different ways that these uh, scripts would do it. Sometimes they do it by IP address. Sometimes they do it with cookies. Uh, is they say if this person has ever been to the website before, don't show them the malware. Like we, we got to hit this person once. We don't need to hit this person multiple times with the malware code because then it's way more likely that we get caught. Um, so don't don't show them the malware uh, if they've ever been to the website before. And so with those two things you know, if you're not uh, looking at the website under the hood, uh, you aren't having the right kinds of firewalls that keep your website from getting hacked in the first place. Uh, it's actually pretty easy for that kind of thing to go unnoticed.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I think that um, these codes are getting a lot more elegant. These hacks are getting a, a lot more elegant. And um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, I, I think that You know, people just don't look at at web hosting as a a critical piece of their infrastructure. Since COVID, right, your digital storefront is like what most people will see. And it's where most eyeballs will be, right? And it's like keeping your store uh, in good working order and in good shape is to to make sure you're doing this. And for SEO, if you get one of these hacks and Google picks it up, you're talking six months or a year, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it re-indexes, it finds uh, this. Google said, oh, I can't trust you anymore, right? I can't show this to people. I can't show this to our visitors. And um, you're gonna be put in the penalty box for, for a long time. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people drive a lot of business from their website or even e-commerce sites. Like, I mean, it's a death blow, you know, uh, to, mm-hmm. to a large degree. Um, and if you're, uh, say a small business owner, a smaller medium sized business owner, um, you know, your website going down is going to cost you X amount of money, right? Like, and mm-hmm. if you're a bigger business every minute or every hour, you're losing w- whatever the multiple is of dollars based on how much you generate. Right. And
1: how the loss loss on that is actually like relatively easy for a business to calculate. And and I don't think a lot of businesses do the math. Uh, But you take, for example, um, you know, what amount of uh, business for your business, what amount of revenue do you have coming in per year? Um of that revenue, what percent of it is uh, coming in from your website? So we'll say your business is getting a million dollars a year of revenue and for even numbers, 50% of it comes from your website. So that means your website's responsible for $500,000 a year in revenue. Uh, just looking at that math like that just a, a going that deep with the math, Uh, That makes a pretty clear picture that your website is a lot more valuable than people initially think it is. Uh, But then going deeper into that, uh, if your website is responsible for $500,000 a year in revenue and it is out of operation for, say, a day, uh, that's $1,400 or so in lost revenue from a day of outage. Um, and if, uh, say, half of the people that get to your website are coming organically, uh, and so you've been thrown back to page four for the next six months, that's two hundred and fifty grand or so in lost revenue? Like, it, it adds up fast, you know? Yeah, I
0: mean, even bigger businesses, uh, have we not seen that they, from a, a infrastructure standpoint, um, I mean, we, we, you know we're going into Black Friday. I, I know we've uh, have a client that um, you know we're not we're not doing the the web hosting for um, and they don't actually have anybody internally that did it and during a sale period uh, their website went down for six hours and I mean the amount of revenue that they lost from that uh, certainly can be calculated but it's more than enough uh, revenue that they could, uh, be taking care of their web infrastructure properly. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, you know, it's kind of like, why do you buy insurance? Right. You know, and, um, insurance is incredibly important. And, and so I, I think, you know, we're, we're, we're touching a lot of facets here, um, going a little bit beyond marketing. Um, but, but they all kind of layer on each other and they all. Are, are interwoven, right? And so mm. um, there's a lot of uh, agencies out there. Let's, let, let, okay, let's talk about this. There's a lot of agencies out there that are using um, some of the bigger providers uh, out there for web hosting, and they have very limited access to their cPanel, to uh, the back end of their website. Um, they're very limited on, on what they can do to um, uh, affect. The performance of the website that ultimately folds into SEO. If you're um, if you're not working with a provider that uh, is has SEO in mind and is doing things to optimize uh, the back end of your website and uh, the, the the server side of what's happening. Um, I mean, that's a critical piece. I mean, can you can you speak to maybe? Um, you know, I know, and also like, let, let, let's let talk about, let, you know, to wrap up on the uh, hack side of things, you know, how maybe like using Cloudflare might um, reduce some of these things. So maybe we can give some practical tips uh, of what, what people can do and then have them maybe explain. And, and so they understand, you know, what you're giving up essentially um, if you're using some of these bigger providers. And not only that, like I can tell you, there's certainly some headaches out there. So as you can see, I'm very biased. Okay. Uh, Of, of, (laughs) of, uh, the current offerings, uh, in the marketplace, I think the current offerings in the marketplace are the same people that have been there kind of since the beginning, they're well entrenched. Um, and there's not, uh, there's not a lot of, um, you know, um, development, Uh, into uh, helping service some of these issues. So maybe you could speak to some Mm of that.
1: Yeah. So just to kind of uh, do a ground up apples and oranges comparison, I think the majority of hosting providers out there are a setup of, sure, we'll have a place for you to run your website um, and we'll, have our infrastructure set up in such a way that it'll run a bunch of websites more or less. Okay. Or they're Um,
0: a reseller, reseller, right? They're just a a reseller skin, right?
1: Yeah. Or they're a reseller. We've had, uh, uh, there there was one client that uh, I remember left us. And when I looked at where they were going to, I was like, I recognize this framework, and you think you're being hosted by your agency, but actually, all they have is a reseller account for this other major web hosting or major web hosting company. But um, from the ground up, you know, uh, most web hosting companies operate off of pretty direct profit margins of like how many people can we stuff onto one server um, in a way that it won't. That, that it'll be up most of the time that we won't have too many com- people complaining too loudly uh, and we can bring in the next office for that.
0: Sounds like an internet um, provider. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I worked for one of those in the past too. Um, <laughs> it is. Uh, our approach to this is that, you know, we want first and foremost to be offering a valuable service and this was something you know that we were doing for our own agencies customers just as part of like a hey this is one of the things that makes sense for you to be able to have good seo on your website. and we decided like hey this is a service that everybody should be able to use not just people that are purchasing seo services from us uh and so that's why we spun it off into its own brand like that um but from the ground up uh what people need to be doing. you know you need to uh, be on top of the security of your website. The easiest and most straightforward w- way of doing that is a uh, make sure all your themes, plugins, stuff like that are being kept up to date. Uh, and B uh, have it, if your uh, web hosting company does not include any sort of security features with the web hosting, Beyond SSL certificates, SSLs do not stop you from getting hacked in any way. Um, If your uh, web hosting company doesn't include security features, have some sort of firewall type offering uh, in front of your web hosting account. Uh, That can be Cloudflare if you're okay with managing your DNS settings and updating NARM service, things like that. Uh, that can be uh, security, which I believe has since been purchased out by GoDaddy. Uh, Securi is a very reliable firewall provider for websites. Uh, but have something so that like, you're not just leaving your wide open in a bad neighborhood. Uh, from, and those are the two simplest things you can do, I think, from a security standpoint. Uh, and without ha- knowing a lot of ins and outs of code, uh, that's really the only thing I think people, an average business owner can reliably do. Um, with that kind of side of things, I mentioned hosting providers that don't include security. Uh, a lot of our MO is to how we designed all this is that if every business owner should be using this, we're going to include it as part of the pack. Uh, so, for example, with the posting accounts that are on our servers, there's a component of the server that looks at the person requesting the web page and determines, based on this IP address's reputation, are they a good person or a bad person? And then it looks at the nature of the request, like, are, are you here to ring the doorbell or are you approaching a window with a rock on your hand or a rock in your hand, right? Like uh, one of these is okay. And one of these we need to stop. Um, and, and so we include that kind of security. And then we also have uh, real time scanning. Uh, anytime your hosting account is changing the files or anything like that. Uh, antivirus software looks at that uh, identifies it has bad code just been written somewhere. Uh, and if it has, it stops it. Uh, that, I think, is the most directly actionable tip for security.
0: What about backups?
1: Backups. Um, yeah, that, that's, uh, that's another thing that I was kind of floored with, how many people just didn't have any sort of plan <laughs> in place for that. Um, uh, and of those that did, uh, the most common mistake I saw people making Uh, was putting that back up inside of their hosting account Um, and that's kind of like if you've got say really important documents that you uh, need to make sure you don't lose uh, that don't get destroyed in a fire or whatever Uh, and so you take those documents to your all-in-one printer you make a photocopy of them, and then you set that stack of photocopies right next to the original one, such that the st- uh, the copy catches fire just as fast as the original stack does. Um, yeah, th- that's uh, that's why I see a lot of people doing with the backups on their hosting. Uh, we do two things with backups through one externalized, separate location in the country space. Uh, we keep a daily backup uh, for thirty days. So at any sort of point in the past 30 days, you can say, I need the way my files looked like in my hosting account to be from 20 days ago. I need the databases to be the way they looked 17 days ago. And I need my DNS zone files to look the way they did 13 days ago, what have you. And so you can get very granular with that backup. And then we also do uh, disaster recovery backups The disaster recovery backups, we take a full archive of your account, uh, compress it, back it up, and put that again in a third, different, unrelated, different company, different data center, all of that. uh, And we keep those around for twice a month for five years. Um, That's not really something that I see... uh, Uh, that I know of any other hosting provider that really does that sort of retention on. Um, And the way we have that done, it's set up in such a way that it's fairly pricey to retrieve that data if we ever actually need to. Um, But I saw far too many people that didn't have any sort of backup. uh, And so they lost their entire website. Uh, Like the best way that they could be helped was like, here, go to archive.org, use this as sort of a frame of reference, and best of luck as you try and rebuild, right? Um, which is kind of like saying, you know, my house burned down. Uh, well, I'm really sorry to hear that. Here's Google Earth. Go use these satellite images and do your best to rebuild it. Um, you know, it doesn't work very efficiently. And so we keep these backups around just because, like, we know that there are a lot of things that can go wrong, um, there are cases where uh, someone maybe there's a new type of hack that comes out that security site features don't catch uh, maybe there was something that you realized uh, was on your website and got wiped out it must have been two three months ago but if we need to recover those sorts of backups we can and so that that's our backup procedure is we keep daily for 30 days and twice a month for So what do
0: the big boys do? Because people are probably listening and saying, man, that's phenomenal what you're doing. But like the big boys got me taken care of, right? Like, you know, I'm, I'm with whoever. And, and if my website goes down they're they're, they're going to find it. They're going to fix it. No problem. No extra cost. Like, you know, how does that compare from what you've seen with the the bigger players?
1: Mm, What I've seen from the bigger players, uh, if you read through their hosting agreement in terms of service and all of that uh, has legalese that basically says uh, you're responsible for your own web hosting and we make no promises that stuff isn't going to explode. We make no promises that we're not that we're ever going to be able to recover stuff for you under any circumstance. Uh, if you don't have your own backup of it, uh, sucks to be. Wow. That, that, like you, you, you look, 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 at your, uh, uh, contract with the bigger hosting providers and it, it makes it very clear that like, even if you're purchasing a backup solution from them, uh, they make no promises about anything due to loss or anything like that, um, it's sort of a, if you don't, uh, we'll, we'll do this as like a hopeful convenience for you. Um, and if you're paying for this service, maybe we make that convenience a bit more frequent or a bit easier, um, but they don't, it, they don't really provide any sort of assurances. Hmm. Them. Well, that, like, that-, and, and that And that, frankly, I will say is, you know, regardless of who, your, uh, who your company is that you're hosting with, whether it's us or anyone else, uh, the uh, kind of the morality, I'd say, of that situation is a bit sound. Like if your website is such a key component of your business, you should have on your own USB drive or whatever some sort of backup. You go into your hosting account and you manually take a backup of it once a month or something but you should have if something is so critically important to your business you should have some procedure in place that you can be a hundred percent sure that you can take 100 percent control over recovering your data
0: yeah well you know i i i know we've kind of jumped around and talked about a couple different things Right, And I didn't, I didn't have uh, much of a, a agenda for this call, uh, but certainly I think that um, what I am trying to communicate because we talk a lot about uh, marketing um, is this needs to be a wake-up call. I think uh, there's a lot of people out there that gloss over some of this stuff and also they're working on other aspects of, of SEO in uh, digital marketing, and they're not focused on or really paying attention to the core asset in digital marketing, which should start with your website. And so making mm-hmm. sure that your website uh, is fast, it's hosted properly, it's optimized, um, is as you explore digital marketing, it's really where you should start, right? And, and you shouldn't be getting um, too fancy um there's a lot of shiny objects out there uh in digital marketing there's a lot of new things that are always around the corner uh that you think might be a silver bullet but i'm a big proponent of uh really laying a strong foundation and having a good hosting provider uh that is taking care of you looking out for your best interests and has the technical capabilities uh to help optimize your website and if there's an issue they can uh, get you out of the ditch is certainly important um i believe that the team that we built the team that you built is um invaluable uh and i think it's something that a lot of other agencies a lot of other business owners a lot of other freelancers have been uh jumping around from hosting provider to hosting provider to find the right solution um, and and not only that um you you talked about offering a a hassle-free guarantee. Um, Can you talk maybe a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, so uh, there are a lot of hosting providers that will, uh, you know, moving a hosting account is a lot of work. Um, Like it is not an easy process in most circumstances to move a website from one provider to another. Uh, And most of the hosting providers I've seen uh, will have sort of a, if you uh, want to come over to us, uh, we'll charge you for the work of uh, moving that website. And if you want to leave us, uh, here's our help documentation and Godspeed. (laughs) <laughs> uh, we we take that approach a little bit differently we're not really looking to run uh, a prison system of web hosting um, <laughs> so we do charge for the work of moving a website over uh, but on the other hand like we want our customers to be happy we don't want our customers feeling like they're stuck with us and so if you come to a if you have a website with us and uh say like hey this isn't working out Uh, i want to go elsewhere uh you can buy a hosting account with any other web provider we'll help you move it away for free um because we think that that's just sort of like the ethical way to run a business right is like if you don't want to keep doing business with us we will do our best to make it as seamless and uh painless for you to go elsewhere
0: Got it. Got it. Well, you know, um, I know we covered a lot. Um, before we go, William, is there anything that we we didn't cover that you want to make sure that's maybe communicated, uh, to our audience?
1: co go there. If you have questions about what may you might be able to do for your website, open up a ticket. You don't even have to create an account to open up a ticket with us and just, uh, Mention your website to us. Tell us what's going on. and We'll give you some pointers if you'd like as to what we can do to help. Uh, and if you're ready to have your website run fast, plans are listed on our website.
0: Fantastic. Thank, thank you um, so much, William. So if, if you're out there and you're dealing with a web hosting issue and you're frustrated um, or you think uh, you need to be doing better uh, technical optimization, uh, of your website if you're an agency out there um, and you want access to our team uh we have the best team in the business uh we are offering those services to the public and so um that's really really uh i think exciting for a lot of people uh because this is again the most critical part of digital marketing and should be the foundation of what you start with and that's why it's called co-hosta right because we're co-hosting it with you and we're going to work with you to optimize uh that back end so if you are looking for seo hosting go to cohost.com and check it out um i can tell you uh we wouldn't be where we are as an agency uh without you and your team william so we very much appreciate you and wanted to give you a platform uh to um connect and communicate your value uh, to the rest of the world. So, um, thank you so much, uh, for coming on, uh, the unknown secrets of internet marketing. I know that this was a different format for a lot of you listening, but I think, uh, it was good to, um, change it up. So thanks so much for coming on William.
1: Thank you for having
0: me. All right. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye for now.